Hi, hi there. My name is Dominic. I'm from New York. Glad to be here. Glad to be absent. Just so I know, there's no special topic, right? They have, there's... No, you, you actually can bring up a topic if you like after you share. Okay. Yeah, but there's no... So, I mean, I forgot. Like, a lot of you from my share a lot of time. It's not changed that much, you know? But... Um, I think it's worked, it's worked for me and it's worked for, for everybody. You know, like, what we do works. So if you just kind of follow that. I grew up, um, as a, you know, I grew up in Ireland as an overweight kid. And, you know, I've been thinking about that, like, it's such an obsession, you know, from a young age. I don't know, like, seven, eight, nine, where being overweight, being fat was wrong. It was bad. Like, it, it was, it was my, and it was very much my fault and my problem to solve. And, you know, I talk a lot always about um, my weight. And because that, that's, what, that's what was on my mind. And I like, that's not the only problem, or that's not like other muscle readers don't have different, different perspective. But I only have my experience, right? And my experience was like, I was, I was very aware of being fat. It was my main problem, and it was wrong. And I was ashamed of it. And, it was, and also, I needed to fix it, which was... Dominic, you're going to need to turn your video off. You're breaking up. Uh, uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, okay. If I can try different. Um, so then I, um, what did I do? Can you hear me now? Is that all right? You sound like you're underwater. Um, let me, can I just switch the other headphones? Okay. okay. They're just okay. If you're talking, we can't hear you at all now. Dominic, are you still with us? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm there. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Sorry. Great. I don't. I've never had that problem before. I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, and with the video, can you hear me? It's, it's, yeah. It, okay. Well, You're good now. So, so I, I don't. Know. So, like I said, I. And I, I say that because, like, it followed me all the time through every aspect of my life, right to the point where I get to Overeaters Anonymous. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, that was my primary purpose, concern. That was my primary worry. And it kind of eclipsed almost everything else. Like everything else that came in and out, you know, jobs, school, thing, it came in and out. But that was a constant background noise. And I, I, I kind of emphasize it because, you know, a lot of you have heard my story a lot. But I'm saying it just from the point of view of like, it's hard to emphasize how over how consistent and that was you know what i mean like and how what a big deal it, it wasn't like something i thought about occasionally it's what i thought about all the time and other stuff was there and like 
there was escapes from it, you know, but that was all. And uh, I like to, I like to eat, you know, and I, like I, I grew up in the countryside, so there wasn't a lot of stores and, you know, like convenience like that, but there was a lot of different farms and I ate at the different farms. I ate in our house. I ate at our neighbor's house. I ate at all the other neighbor's houses at different times. And I, and I can just eat a lot of food that way. You know what I mean? And I don't, and I don't notice it. It's not like I plan it or I planned it. I would just be there when they ate and then I would be there. And that's another thing about it. It was a little different once I left there and I went to college and went to the city then I was more aware of that I was eating, you know what I mean? But I would walk to college and on the walk to college, it was probably like two miles. There's constant little corner stores. I mean, I could stop at four. Like there's no reason I could stop at five of them on the way. And I would have one or two, you know, bad chips or candy bars or whatever. I mean, specifically chocolate bars and specifically uh, potato chips, you know, like the ones they have over there, they're good. And the thing is, and, but then I ate all my normal meals as well. And then I ate like desserts and I, like I ate a lot, but it wasn't like, there was never like a sit down with like two bags of food. Like that just seemed, you know, and this is something I've talked about, you know, so a friend of mine who was, who was like, my top weight was 352. I was 104. I was 333 when I got here, and I've about been maintaining about 130 plus weight weight loss since 1998 or so. So the deal is, but the thing about that is that I also this wasn't unbridled eating. This wasn't eating everything I wanted. This was just like some kind of maintenance eating, like the methadone version where I had one candy bar. Like I wanted all the candy bars. I wanted all the things. And I think that's, that's sometimes, you know, when people are talking about their, they eat this or it's quite a lot and that. And I, I don't, and I don't say that just to kind of like go on some big food log. It's just more the nature of the disease. I was holding back, like stopping four times on a two mile walk was me holding back. You know, the real thing was like, get all the stuff if I had the money in the store, eat it all and take the bus. I mean, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Right? But I never, I didn't do that, but somehow through this trickle. So I was very not satisfying, but still throughout the day, I was constantly doing that. And like, and I, and the other thing is that that went on for decades, not like a year or two, you know, went on for decades of that, that stuff. And I mean, the other thing that was like a big obsession with me was, I mean, I, I focused around it on relationships, but I noticed it also affected me in like relationships with people in college. Like I had tremendous, tremendous low self-esteem. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I couldn't proactively ask somebody out. Like I felt so bad about myself. I couldn't say and like ask directly. You know, I was hoping accidentally it would happen that somehow I went out with somebody, but it just it just never happened. And it was directly related to how bad I felt. But I mean, it also manifested in other ways where I didn't, um, you know, I can think about dealing with the college as an entity and like tutors and stuff like that. I, just feeling bad about yourself is like infectious and it affects you in everything, right? It, it really just affected um you know, you just, it's the combination of like self-destruction and just kind of trying to hide, 
you know what I mean? And and the other thing too is then I also drank in, you know, later on when I moved to Southern California, I used drugs and like they were an escape. You know what I mean? Because I'm in this kind of stress straight state all the time. I'm not enough. I'm eating too much. I'm trying to hold back the eating. So like the kind of I love the recklessness of drinking way too much. And I later on of drugs, you know, that like and I'm not recommending that as a thing because they're very terrible. They're terrible solutions. But they were. It was a relief. Like it, I would like I wanted relief from that. And I don't know if they, people identify with that. I mean, that's just my experience. Right. And then so. Uh, I like after college, I moved to Southern California. I did all it's, I started to do some a lot of drugs, you know, and for it was only for a short period. I mean, it didn't feel like a short period, it was a couple of years at most, but I mean, I did a lot of damage in a couple of years and I got in a lot of trouble. And I, you know, I got sent to, um, over years anonymous and like oh no i got sent to whatever anonymous like naaa they didn't care just go to one of them and they go into i mean basically stop doing drugs is what they're saying and drinking and uh you know when i went there it's crazy i needed to be there and i and i had a problem with those substances but the thing i heard was like man if these people were talking about food i'm here i'm like i'm like at bottom there's one guy his name was kenny he was an NA speaker heroin addict which i've never done that drug but he his story was very long up and down endless loads of like jail time and situations were crazy and then he'd have okay period and i was like oh man if that guy was talking about food i could identify 100 percent. like i'm that addicted it drives the bus i go along for the ride you know what i mean if like I'd be sitting here and it doesn't matter what time of the day or night, if the disease decided I needed to go get, I'd be in my car driving somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's two o'clock in the morning or if it's, you know, noon or whatever, I'm going to do it. Like I'm just going to do whatever I need to do. And it's, it seems silly because it doesn't manifest that way in my head. It just seemed like the thing I needed to do right now is to need to go get in my car, drive to wherever and just do that, get whatever I need and then come back. You know, and uh, so I, I, you know, I'm a compulsive reader. There's no doubt about it. And I, I needed to be in that program, and it helped me a lot. And I got sober, and I was there for about a year. But then I, I heard about OA, and eventually I went to a meeting, and then I went to an OA, an OA meeting, and I didn't want to do it again. You know, I had been a newcomer in the other program, and I didn't want to be a newcomer like again. I didn't. Um, to me, that's what it seemed like in my mind. I didn't want to be a newcomer. But really, and I didn't want to have a sponsor and I didn't want to have to work the steps again. But really what I did, what the truth was, you know, if I if I look back at it, I didn't want to give up control of my food. Like I did not want to give up control of my food. I didn't want to be 330 pounds and 340 pounds. And I didn't want to, and I wanted to stop compulsively overeating, but I also didn't want to give up control of my food, you know? And the thing, and that that didn't work. You know, I mean, I would eat before it was a breakfast meeting. My first meeting that I went to for the first six months, it was a breakfast meeting. And I would eat before, during and after it. You know, I'd eat on the way there. I'd eat on the way back. And, I, you know, and it's like with that, but that was that was helpful for me. I needed to go through that because what it did is it it helped me to 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 see how out of control my eating was. 
in a way that I hadn't seen before. In that, you know what I mean? I just hadn't seen that. I have no choice, you know, like, and I'm, I, like there's incidents I'd have, I'd be halfway through a candy bar, I'd be standing out of work half eating, and I, it would be the first conscious thought that I'm going to eat that. But that was uncommon. That's Pardon? Okay. okay, that would be uncommon. Most of the time, I would sit there and I'm going, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> like it was the next thought like it would be the next thought and it, that thought was like paramount I would be at 7-Eleven you know so but when I moved up here to some, right at the start I moved up here and it was another move like I'd moved a few times and the guy the, the, had been here a few days the guy at the corner store was kind of starting to expect me to show up every night at least once if not twice and I wouldn't go more than twice because I'd just go somewhere else if I needed to go a third time. And I, uh, all of that would happen. And I, I started going to meetings, you know, the meetings here. And I called somebody and he had meeting between meetings for six years. And the thing with the six months had done for me was realized like, I, I'd done diets. I didn't talk too much about that, but I had done loads of diets and I dieted off 100 pounds, 50 pounds, 12 pounds, half a pound. You know, I've, dieted, I've had diets of violence. They all ended and they all were worse after. You know what I mean? My meeting took over after. But I know about dieting. But I knew, I knew for certain I couldn't do it for six months. So I had to ask him what he did. And I, was to, I, I don't say I was feel terrified, but I was kind of in that rock and a hard place because I was terrified if I didn't do it. Because like the nice thing about going to all those 12-step meetings and haven't gotten sober is I was very aware of it. And I grew up in an alcoholic home. So it was crystal clear to me what a, what addiction, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, being an you know, alcoholic or whatever, compulsive I knew what the alternative was. There's no end to it. And then you're going, but I don't know about this OA business is going to work. And I absolutely, I used to go to the Friday night meeting San Francisco. I knew it. I believed all of the people who spoke there. I believed it worked for them. Like I, you know, they, they got up there and spoke and I believed it. I didn't know. What, I didn't know if it worked for me and I didn't know if I could do it. So what I did was, but I call a person and they were like, look, to work with me, you just need to have a higher power. They didn't tell me what my higher power said. The only requirement was a loving, it needed to be a loving higher power. I needed to work the steps and then you need to find a, a food plan. And, you, you know, I just took their food plan, which was three meals a day, nothing in between, no sugar, you know, having an end to the meal before you start the meal. And it's, um, I, and then, what, like, I was talking about this this morning with a sponsee. Like, there was great relief in that because I said, like, I'd spent all those years just like trying to manage it and failing and worrying about it. And what I did was I just kind of handed it over to that process. And I go, I'm just a worry about doing the process. I'm because I luckily I'd been in the you know, in, and I don't say you you have to go to away to do this. This happens for a million people in, in OA as well. But I'm just, this is my experience, was I just would do the process. And I don't worry about, like, how fat I am, what I weigh, what I don't. I, I call my sponsor. I tell him what I'm eating. If he tells me that's not good or this is good or not, you know what I mean? He, he'll tell me. And then I'll tell him this, this is the steps. And I just got super busy. I went to every meeting I could go to. I did all that kind of stuff. And it's like... And it worked. It started to work. And the release, and I remember, like, I, I can remember, like, exactly, I was in this apartment on 3rd and Folsom Street, 
Like, and I remember standing there and I was just going like, not having to worry right now is, is amazing. Like, it's just a freedom. You know what I mean? And I was probably 327 pounds. You know, it's not like I'd lost a bunch of weight or anything like that. But I was like, I just wasn't, you know, I'm doing this program. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm not worried right now. And uh, so then yeah, one minute. the other thing I, okay, thank you. the last thing I was thinking that something I thought about today, I was talking to somebody else was like, I didn't, uh, with this program, I didn't, um, I don't do it out of any sense of righteousness, you know, because sometimes when you talk a lot and you're there and it seems like I have an opinion about what's right or wrong. I found a, a series of things that I've done that have worked for me and I haven't had to go back to like drive into the, I keep saying 7-Eleven, but obviously there's plenty other targets besides 7-Eleven, but that's, that's one. I, I didn't, I haven't had to go back to that lifestyle. And, you know, there's a, there's a million other things that have changed, you know, besides my weight and my eating and all that. There's a, a million other things in my life, but like, and I do all of it and I do it because I found us things that work, not of any, like it was, it's not about righteousness or right or wrong or my opinion. They just work. So that's just my experience with a kind of different take on it. But anyway, that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks.